listeners. I am Nicholas Samuels Kane, and welcome to my first ever podcast. We are going to be discussing about the three laws of motion and how it affects our everyday lives. Before we get started, let's go over some of the details about Newton's three laws of motion. They have been formulated by Sir Isaac Newton, English mathematician, physicist, and astronomer. And he has been studying those subjects three centuries ago during his lifetime. The three laws of motion Newton came up with are inertia, force, and action and reaction. Now, let us begin talking about each law separately and what they do and give out some mind-blowing facts about themselves. The first law of motion is inertia. This law states that an object at rest will stay at rest an object in motion will stay in motion unless acted upon by an external force. For example, let's say if a ball is rolling, it will continue to roll at the same speed in the same direction unless another force, let's say the wind, blows it. At that point, it could speed up or change directions. The same will also apply if the ball is at rest. It will not move unless a force acts on it that causes it to move. The next law of motion is force. The equation is F equals MA. What that equation means is the force acting on an object is equal to the mass of an object times its acceleration. F, as explained, is the resultant force. M is the mass of the object and A is the acceleration. The relationship applies the principle of preserving the momentum, which is that when the sum of the resultant forces acting on the object is equal to zero, the momentum of the object remains constant. The resultant force is equal to the rate of change in the momentum. And this also means that the more mass an object has, the more force you need to accelerate it. And the greater the force, the greater the object's acceleration. For example, let's say I have a watermelon and an orange and I drop them off the roof of a building. The watermelon will be the fruit to hit the ground first due to it having more mass than the orange. So more mass like the watermelon needs more force which increases acceleration. Whereas smaller mass like the orange needs less force so it requires a slower acceleration. Finally, the third and final law of motion is called action and reaction. This law states that for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. And all forces in the universe occur in equal, but oppositely directed pairs. There are no isolated forces for every external force that acts on an object. There is a force of equal magnitude but opposite direction which acts back on the object which exerted that external force. In the case of internal forces, a force on one part of a system will be countered by a reaction force on another part of the system so that an isolated system cannot by any means exert a net force on the system as a whole. A system cannot bootstrap itself into motion with purely internal forces to achieve a net force and an acceleration. It must interact with an object external to itself. For example, let's say that you're balancing a ball. 
when a ball hits the ground, the ball applies an amount of actual force on the ground in which the ground reacts with a force and the ball bounces back to the person who drops the ball. And so, that wraps up that overview of Newton's three laws of motion. It is amazing that these laws may have been developed over three centuries ago during that period of time, but their impact on our understanding of the physics in our lives is mind-blowing and can create enthusiasm. I hope you found this today's topic enlightening and entertaining. If so, please continue to do our, your own research on Newton's three laws and how they impact your daily lives, because you can find various amounts of information that you may not be aware of and how it affects the daily lives on what you're doing. This is Nicholas Edwards Kane signing off. Goodbye, take care, and keep embracing knowledge of Newton's three laws of motion.